The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts the Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. The guy that gave us the famous quote on a Thursday night poop fest, uh, Richard Sherman, down for the count. He's out. He's gone. Uh, If you saw the Thursday night NFL game, you are aware of this. If not, uh, how about Mike Tirico with the uh, the lip reading skills? Do you learn that at Syracuse? Is that is that part of the the sports casting uh, class? The, the the great sports casting uh, uh, wing there at Syracuse. They teach you how to read lips there. But uh, Richard Sherman going to miss the rest of the season. He ruptured his right Achilles tendon, snap, crackle, and pop. And so even though Seattle won the game, did not did not cover the. The spread. In fact, if if you got it at six, you got your money back. If you got it at six and a half, you lost. If you took Seattle, uh, late late touchdown there. The game was twenty two to ten. But the story here, the lead, is about Richard Sherman, and there are people connecting dots already 
about Richard Sherman and saying that this is a direct result of Thursday night NFL football, that this is a product of having to play in a couple of days you know, after the game on Sunday, Seattle came right back and played, and that th- this is a product of that. They played the Redskins, they lost to the Redskins, came back, they win this game, but they lose Richard Sherman for the year. So I wanted to talk about that part of it, right, the, the injured Achilles. Uh, th- to me, I- if you look at this objective, to say that this is a direct result of playing on a Thursday night, uh, I believe you say that if it fits your agenda, number one, right? Because there, there is this this groundswell of support to get rid of Thursday night NFL football. Uh, that it's usually not that good. Uh, the, the the fantastic moments are few and far between, and it's something that is for many people a nuisance. The the players in the NFL find it as a uh, an unnecessary thing. Of course, we've pointed out many times that the only way that the Thursday night NFL television package is going to go away is if the bottom line is not met by the NFL. I mean, right now, I believe they're getting forty million dollars per game on Thursday night. So, and and that money does trickle down to the players. So, if you look at the 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 price tag per Thursday night NFL game, that brings us into the second point here. The the NFL is going to look at this as the cost of doing business. Players are going to get hurt on a Thursday night NFL game, and it's it's part of the the way your business is run. The the NFL in general. I've heard a lot of people complaining about all the star players that are hurt in the NFL and how terrible this is. And there's a laundry list of big name players that are out, that are that are not coming back. They're not walking back through that door. They are done, uh, and, and this is a horrible situation for the NFL. But there's no magic potion for it. There's no magic. There's no fix for it. I mean, other than in just not having the game look anything like it is right now, right? There, you can't get some kind of quick fix that's going to stop this. It is the war of attrition in the NFL and outside of some kind of divine intervention, uh, players are going to continue to get hurt. Some years there are fewer star players than others. It just happens that this year there are more star players. And uh, let's not forget, as humiliating and mortifying it is when you, your team loses a star player and then has to go out there and get humbled and demoralized on a weekly basis, just check out the Green Bay Packers offense, for example, without Aaron Rodgers as a classic example there, there is also a great amount of pride when you do overcome, and it does happen. You know, there, there's two ways to look at this. You can, you can get in the fetal position and suck your th- thumb and say, "Whoa, it's me, my guy. We can't win. We don't have the star player." Or you can be the exception to the rule, and you can overcome those injuries. Right? The, the, the famous Green Bay Packer team, not now, but a few years back, they were like a wild card team. They got on a roll in the playoffs. I believe they had the record, the 2010 Packers that won the Super Bowl, they had 15 players on injured reserve, and some of them key players on that Packer team that year in Green Bay. They won the Super Bowl. They didn't go with the woe is me attitude. Instead, they, the, the modern nuance of Bill Belichick and what the Patriots have done, they've also lost players in recent years and been able to win the next man up, and, and you, you keep going, right? You keep going, and the injuries are the way it is in the NFL. All the cliches that get regurgitated over and over again, uh, in, in the National Football League. We hear them on a daily basis, especially this time of the year, 
Uh, this is this is prime season. If you like injuries in the NFL, man, this is good for you. This this period of time, right around week 9, 10, 11, and 12, wow, that is prime eating time. It's, it's harvesting injuries is what it is. All right, let's hear from Pete Carroll here, the grand poobah, the leader of the Seattle Seahawks, a new age hippie uh, who's still hanging on. Still hanging on. He uh, starting to look a little old, though. Doesn't Pete start to look? To me, he looks a little old now. He didn't look old before. He looks a little old now. Here's uh, Pete Carroll on the loss of his star defensive back, Richard Sherman. He's out. Uh, he has been just a you know bastion of you know consistency and competitiveness and toughness and you know through all of the, you know, the stuff that you know we've, we've worked through together and all of it, uh, it's been awesome. You know, it's been hard. It's been challenging. He's been an extraordinary, uh, um, almost iconic player, you know, in, in this league. And uh, so he's going to have to sit, you know, you know, try not to go overboard on this. But I just that's just the way I feel about it. And, and uh, uh, we'll miss the heck out of him. And uh, he'll be with us, I know, every step of the way when he can. And, and uh, But uh, we'll miss the heck out of him. <laughs> I think he was in therapy there. So I know it sucks, but I guess. Was that a little over the top? Yes. I mean, come on. All right. It's not the first star player that Pete Carroll's coached that's ended up injured. Suck it up, Buttercup. Come on. Uh, here's uh, Richard Sherman, uh, who had apparently, and uh, we'll hear if this is the uh, the soundbite, Richard Sherman had called his shot uh, that he knew. He, he knew that this was likely going to happen sooner than later, that his Achilles was going to go snap, crackle, and pop. And so this uh, this was not a total shock. But here here's Richard Sherman on the uh, the end of his NFL season. Yeah, I knew what, what, what was happening. I mean, it's bothered, been bothering me all season. So, you know, it's one of them things you just have to play through as long as you can, and then, you know, when it goes, it goes. Okay. Well, that's a good attitude. That's the way I, I look at my voice. You know, I've been been fighting a uh, an oncoming illness. I've been uh, sucking on raw garlic all week. Uh, there, You come to my house, it's like nothing but garlic. Uh, you come over there. And so far, my voice has held up. Typically, my entire life before I found the magic cure or a cure of, uh, of sucking just raw garlic, uh, I, I would always be on the DL. I'd always miss some time because I'd have laryngitis. It, every time I get sick, it always goes to my throat. Uh, whatever illness I have, it's a nightmare. But this, uh, this illness, I just keep going on, Richard, until I lose my voice. Maybe you can suck on it, and yeah. that'll make it better. It's raw garlic. It'll make it better. That's what I do. And uh, listen, I, I don't need your sympathy. I'm not asking for that at all. I'm just pointing out, much like Richard Sherman had to go out there and play knowing his Achilles was about to snap, here I am doing talk radio, national talk radio, and I know at any moment my voice could give out. And that's it. I'm done. I, I, can't, I can't do it anymore. I'm out. Uh, Second thing, Mauer. Somehow I'm able to overcome the adversity, uh, and, uh, and I, I have not let on. I, I know I'm letting on now. I'm letting you know. Uh, but uh, that's, that's the way it is. Me and Richard Sherman, very similar. Very similar. He had to go out there and play, and he had uh, Achilles that could pop. I have a voice at any moment. Could say, that's it. I'm done. I don't want to give you the voice anymore. I'm out. All right, here's more from, from my uh, my guy, Richard Sherman. Very similar, me and Richard Sherman. Very, very similar here. And uh, he, he points out that the uh, the medical types have been giving him wisdom for many, many years about this potential uh, situation. Doctors have tried to talk me out of plan for years. You know, they tried to stop me many years and they understand that you know I'm gonna go out there and try to give do everything I can to tell my team and you know it's not about anything but that you know it's just it's I owe it to those guys and gave them everything I had
Okay. Uh, and I also want to point out, doctors have told me not to do radio as well. They've said, uh, we've heard your show. It sucks. Uh, don't, <laughs> no one listens. You're on at 2 in the morning, most of the country. Who cares? No one's I'm listening. a doctor. Just don't even do it, Ben. Don't even bother. Don't. What are you wasting your time here for? And I say, oh, I've got to do it. I've got to do it for the seven people that call the show. Every single day, these people call the show. If I, if I wasn't here, who would they call? Who would these people call if I was not here? And so that's why I come in here. That's why I come in here and slave away in a darkened radio studio in the middle of the night. That's how we do it. All right, it is the, the Ben Maller Show on Fox. Now, the real winner, last thing on this, the real winner from Thursday Night Football was your 2017 NFC West champions, the Los Angeles Rams, who can ram it all day who? and can ram it all night because that is a, a death sentence for Seattle. They can get in as a wild card, but they ain't winning the NFC West. This division has just been handed to the Los Angeles Rams on a silver platter. And the life of Riley continues for me. Uh, I got the Dodgers to the World Series, Game 7. Then they choke because of you, Darvish. I'm going to get the Rams to win the NFC West. Wait till the Clippers rise up late in the year. Their second half surge. I can't wait for that. Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie. Garcia! What the hell is Richard Sherman talking about? Doctors telling him not to play. He just said it. You didn't I know. Hear the sound I, know. I, he I, they, I heard they, they it. Said I he was a risk to have his Achilles pop, but he's such a man. He's got more testosterone than you that he can't he, play because he, he loves he his teammates. A, he has a weak Achilles. The doctors have said, uh, said don't go out there and play. Uh, going to snap. Don't play. For several <laughs> years, this has been going on here. Really? That's what he just said. I don't know. You think he made it up? You think he's a liar? Call him a yes. liar, Eddie. Yes, I think Richard Sherman is a liar. Hey, why don't you tweet that out, Coop, that uh, Fox Sports Radio's Eddie Garcia believes that Richard Sherman's a liar. And and how about a weasel? You think he's a weasel? A weasel? A weasel? Yeah. Uh, I'll just stick make, with. Let's stick no, with go with weasel. Weasel's a fun you word. You can go, go with. with weasel. You can go with. I weasel. like weasel words. Go with weasel. Go ahead. All right. How about this? Eddie Garcia believes that Richard Sherman is a liar and may be a weasel. No. See, and, I used a weasel. Ben Maller no, no, no. I used a weasel he's word. A weasel. No, but you, you said. Listen, here's the you, may is the weasel I'm, word. I'm now. putting my name on it. Where's your name? But listen, you're the guy that wants to own it. I don't want to steal your thunder. You're the guy that came up no. with that uh, hypothesis, and I would like you to own it. I, I don't. I don't believe it. doctors have been telling him for years. Boy, that Achilles is going to so go at any time. Liar. Yes, liar. I am calling him a liar. Richard Sherman's a liar. Liar, 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 liar. liar. Oh, we know liar, 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 oh, yeah, liar, 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 liar. I don't have to pay Coop any money for saying. You going to give him the claw? You going to give him the claw? No, you're not going to give him the claw. No, no claw. Okay. Coop I'm hate. better at life than you. Coop hates when I say that, by the way. He's rolling his eyes, saying, what an a-hole. What a schmuck. How dare you? Well, he always says that, though. So that's pretty nothing much. New. Every monologue. Is I get royalties anytime you mention the claw. Oh, really? Claw, claw, claw. What about the claw donut? What if I'm eating a claw donut? Do you get any money out of that? Bear claw? Yeah, bear claw, yeah. Oh, if you say the claw. The claw. Okay. Interesting. I like, yeah, I like that one. Well, how, well, who are the Rams going to play in the first round? Uh, are they going to have the bye, Eddie? Now that they've won the NFC West, I guess they have to work on the bye, right? Will they start resting players now that Seattle's cook? Well, I sure hope so. They should. Yeah. I agree. Start resting your guys there. You want to be fresh fresh as a daisy for the playoffs, right? You've got to be good to go. Yeah, that's exactly what they need to do. Boy, Arizona's a mess, too. I know this is all about Seattle because that injury to Richard Sherman. How many uh, either drop passes or the timing was – you probably didn't watch the game, but I did. And uh, Drew Stanton yeah. and the Cardinal receivers, there's no such thing as chemistry, but there's a thing called timing. Uh, and there was no timing. There was no timing between the Cardinals' backup quarterback and the receiving core. And in addition to that, 
Uh, Adrian Peterson was just marvelous. Was he? Was he not? If you saw this game, I mean, my good, what a back, Adrian Peterson. If he can only play against the the 49ers, he'd be in good shape. Poop fest. Yeah, that was uh, that was a tough one. That was not that was not one right. where he's going to be thanking God after the uh, game because he's in Arizona. That that was a little little difficult for for Adrian Peterson. A little bit of a struggle there. What do you have? 21 carries for 29 yards. That's a uh, bit of a struggle. Yes? Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Uh, Richard Sherman is not going to play another game in a Seattle uniform this year and likely ever. We know he's done for the year. He's out. He popped his Achilles. Seattle won the game against the Cardinals as they win 22-16. to 16. That's a push if you got Seattle at six, if you're a degenerate. If you got them at six and a half, uh, they did not, did not cover that number. But that opens up Pandora's box. Pandora's box has been opened up, and uh, that involves the fact of the injuries that have been mounting here in the NFL, but specifically the Thursday night NFL game which, when it was all said and done, Seattle got the win. They also, we are told, lost not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, six starters to injury. And uh, Richard Sherman, one of those starters, he is out uh, for the year. And this continues the narrative. There are those with a strong agenda that believe that the NFL, by playing Thursday night football games, uh, they are criminal. That they uh, they should be they should be sent to, to some kind of prison somewhere. How dare them? One of those people who believes that this is horrific and outrageous and should not be done is Doug Baldwin. Doug Baldwin, who was asked about the Thursday night game, he said the following. This is a I'm uh, just imagine I'm Doug Baldwin. He said this blank should be illegal. It is not okay. It is not okay, Baldwin repeated. You can quote me on that. So from Doug Baldwin. And then he said one more time, this is not okay. That If you're counting, that's three times Doug Baldwin said, this is not okay. All right, so do you agree with, with Doug Baldwin that Thursday night football games should be illegal? <laughs> of course not. Listen, the, the idea that... Thursday night football is the worst thing in the world. It's ridiculous. The, the NFL, they are in the business of making money. The players, by the way, signed off on this. Does Doug Baldwin realize that his union, the NFL players, have agreed to this? If the NFL players said, no, no, we don't want this, uh, th- then you know what the owners would do? The owners would then come back and say, okay, that's fine. We won't play Thursday night games, but we're going to have to get some money back from you. You're going to have to roll back a little bit of money. Would the players be okay with that? See, for all of the noise, and there's a lot of noise out there from players kvetching and complaining and uh, just doing the whole thing, whining and belly aching and condemning Thursday night football. For all of the temper tantrums that have taken place, when push comes to shove and they sit at the bargaining table and the NFL says, okay, we had $40 million per game on Thursday night football. Uh, that's what we get. And that uh, percentage of that money goes to you, the players. So if you guys do not want Thursday football, and you guys have been groaning and griping about this and growling about Thursday night football for a while now, if you do not want that, okay, we'll, we'll say NBC and CBS, we, we're okay, we're not going to have Thursday night games. But in return, 
in return, uh, there's a little bit of money that we're going to have to take away from you. If you ask the NFL players that, say we're going to take money off the table, but you don't have to play Thursday football, what would happen? I'll tell you what would happen. A certain percentage of the highly paid star players would be, okay, I'm good with that. I make enough money. I'm a star. I'm established. I don't need that extra money. But the vast majority of NFL players who are well paid, but they're not at the top of the money chain, uh, they're going to be like, no, no, I want to get that money. I don't want to give money back. Why would I give money back? I'm not gonna, are you crazy? What's wrong with you? Yeah, I'm going to denounce Thursday Night Football. I think it's deplorable, but I want that money. I need the money. Now, what are the other options they have? The, the NFL traditionally has said no to Friday Night Football. That is a night for high school football. But when I, back in my day, when I was growing up, they played high school games on Thursday. They played high school games on Friday, on Saturday. They were high school games not just on Friday, at least in the area that I grew up in. So what if the NFL said, you know what, uh, we're, we're going to play on Friday. Is that even allowed? I know there was a rule. I think we talked about this in the past. There was a rule uh, that they had protected high school football with a law. There was an actual law that the NFL could not play on Friday night, that they had to play – on days other than Friday to protect the sanctity of high school football in America. I don't think that's still a law anymore, but I believe the NFL follows that anyway. All right, so we'll have more on that. But Doug Baldwin, again, that's the quote that will resonate with many, that and the injury to Richard Sherman. But Doug Baldwin saying that Thursday night NFL games should be illegal. Illegal! I can think of some other things that should be illegal. Uh, Thursday, it, it's, it's low on my list. All right, meanwhile, how about the never-ending twists and turns, the roller coaster ride that is the Second Circuit Court of Appeals, which has said no to you. No, 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 Ezekiel Elliott. The motion for an injunction has been shot down. The Second Circuit Court of Appeals uh, saying, no, we are immediately reinstating your six-game banishment from the NFL now, we have been down this road before. This time, it's different. Why is it different? Because Elliott is going to miss Cowboy games. There's no going back on this one. Not right now. Uh, now, they, he has been granted an expedited appeal of the larger, more nuanced case, but there's a lot of legal mumbo-jumbo here. What you need to know is the official appeal is still pending, but he's run out of monkey wrenches to throw into the court system at this point. So there's not a lot of wiggle room left for Ezekiel Elliott. In fact, there's none that would allow him to continue to play while that second circuit considers what's going on here. And so he is actually going to be out for week 10. If you've been in a cave somewhere, he is eligible to return for the week 16 game Cowboys play Seattle. The Seahawks will be playing with seven players by that point. They'll have seven healthy players by week 16. Now, Alfred Morris, remember him from the Redskins? He's going to start. He'll be the lead back for the Washington Redskins. And then it's, it's running back by committee after that. They've got some guy named Rod Smith. They've got Darren McFadden, who are also going to be there. And so whoever is playing well will keep carrying the football. Whoever's not playing well will be standing on the bench and walking around looking like an idiot. But let's not bury the lead here. Ezekiel Elliott, suspension is the headline. It is back on. We know that, but I want to know what happens next. That's what I want to know. What happens next? Now, i got a couple of observations here. We've got chess game 
mudslinging and suppressing evidence. And I'll keep it simple and I'll keep it short. All right, number one, Ezekiel Elliott, he's got options. Not many, not many, but he's got options. It's a high-stakes game of chess. And right now, he's on the clock. It's his time to make the move. Now, what are his options? I'll tell you. Option one is to uh, put your tail between your legs and just take it. You've been suspended. The Second Circuit Court of Appeals has ruled against you. And just swallow your pride and take it. Sit out the six games and come back. What are his other options? Sue, sue, sue. And I'm not talking about Indomitian sue. Ezekiel Elliott could sue the NFL for the D word, defamation. How about this? There's another option. Ezekiel Elliott could get into a powwow with Jerry Jones and join forces with Jerry Jones and then help Jerry Jones' litigation against the NFL owners, his fellow NFL owners, to try to block Roger Goodell. There's a lot of mudslinging going on on both sides. The NFL's got dirty hands here. They were suppressing evidence that could have cleared Ezekiel Elliott. It was enough evidence that did clear him from criminal charges in the state of Ohio. Actual, I don't know, investigators that looked at it, not these ragtag NFL investigators that determined that there was not enough evidence for a crime, but the NFL said no, there is. Now, number two, Ezekiel Elliott has to weigh what's good, what's bad, and what's ugly. The good, the bad, the ugly. Because he could play another nine years in the NFL. He's a young guy. He's off to a good start in his career. He has to decide how deep does he want to bunker down. How deep does Ezekiel Elliott want to go into that bunker and is he, to, to clear his name? Right? Based on the facts. Again, based on the facts. What I have seen, the evidence which is available, the public case, the public files available in, in Ohio, I would advise Ezekiel Elliott to file a defamation lawsuit. Why? Because he's got a good case. He's got a good case. Unless he knows something that we don't know, and there's something that, that, that's hidden somewhere. Now, that does not mean he's a choir boy, because he ain't. He's got, some, he's got a little baggage. He's made some, uh, some questionable moral decisions there. But there are incriminating facts that appear to paint a picture that shows Ezekiel Elliott was, if anything, set up and certainly was not someone that committed domestic violence against uh, the, the girlfriend here in Ohio, the main tipping point of this particular case. The evidence comes from her phone, her email, which paints a picture of someone that was trying to set up Ezekiel Elliott, uh, got into a bar fight with uh, another woman and used that as a way to get back at Ezekiel Elliott because of a fractured relationship. So he can pursue a, a defamation lawsuit against Roger Goodell in the NFL, and we are told under Texas law, how long does he have? How about 365 days? 365 days. Uh, and so that, that goes a full calendar year. Now, I guess it's not a full calendar year because the main, the main argument here, the main argument for Ezekiel Elliott is that Roger Goodell, when he suspended Elliott, that letter that became public, and he made a bunch of claims painting Ezekiel Elliott in a, uh, in a negative light. And so that letter, which is available if you just Google it or go on your favorite social media platform from August 11th. So let, let's say till next August 11th, Ezekiel Elliott at any moment could file a lawsuit. Now, the problem, the problem with that is that while you might clear your name and your reputation, you'll try to get some of your reputation back, when you do file a lawsuit, uh, then what happens? You have all of your phone records, all of your email in the pretrial discovery phase, which must be turned over. 
So that's all evidence, text messages, emails, the whole uh, kit and caboodle. Go, I don't even know what that means, but I say it sometimes. Uh, that goes to, uh, to the NFL. So that's, and he's a public figure, which makes it harder, right? Because you have to prove, according to my lawyer friends, you must show actual malice when you're a public figure. And he'll point out Kia Roberts, the investigator who spoke with the accuser, the girlfriend, and then doubted the allegations, uh, but was not allowed to give her speech to the NFL. So I mean, there's, there's a lot of strong points on the side of Elliot, but if he was like texting somebody, hey, I uh, you know, beat this woman up, then you probably don't want to file a defamation suit. Uh, if there's an email somewhere. But the email that we've seen from the woman shows that it's likely the opposite happened, that she was the one that was up to some shenanigans there uh, based on the evidence that I have seen. All right, last thing here. There is a loophole. Ezekiel Elliott might not miss six games. In fact, he can actually shorten the punishment. Now, he's going to miss the Cowboys game with the Falcons. Got the Eagle game he's going to miss, the Charger game, and the Redskins game. The loophole is December 1st. There's a hearing on December 1st. That's after the fourth game. So, it's a long shot. It's the Hail Mary play. But if the court rules in his favor, then Elliott will only miss four games. The fifth game he would be allowed to play in. Of course, the chances of that happening are about the same as the Cleveland Browns rallying to win their division this year. Uh, so that's about the same. All right, it's Ben Maller, Sean Fox. We will reopen the phone lines if you would like to be part. The number 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. And also on Twitter, at Ben Maller, Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie. Or Wet Willie, as some call him, Garcia. So Doug Baldwin says that Thursday night games should be illegal. You agree with that, Eddie? Should they be illegal? Illegal. So if you play in a Thursday night game, you can face criminal charges. Uh, That's a good question. Do the players face charges, or is it the uh, big brother, the evil NFL, the dictators of the NFL that rule with an iron fist? That's what Doug Baldwin said. Yeah. Did they ask a follow-up? That's a good question. Did they ask a follow-up? Like, what are the? What, what do you go to jail for? Thirty days? Do you? Are you like Lonzo Ball or Lonzo Ball's brother there, Leangelo Ball? Do you get like twenty days of, of hotel arrest or something? Is that really the truth? Is he getting twenty days of health, uh, hotel arrest? By the way, I read that. Is that true? I didn't see number of days. I know he's he's currently under. Has that been confirmed a, uh... by the Chinese government though? I saw that, but is that optimistic from the Ball family? Or is that – I don't think that's been confirmed yet. Anyway, we'll stick to the topic. I'm all over the place. Uh, illegal. Should Congress – when they get back to work on Monday, should Congress say we're going to put a law in here and we're going to make it illegal? I would say no. No. No, Ben. I don't you think, I don't think it's illegal. They're, they're Players getting, are complaining. They're belly aching. Yeah, they're bitching. They don't. They disapprove of this. Ed. Can you imagine the poor kids in the Mid-American Conference, the MAC? They play like every day of the week in that league in college football. Yeah. They play on – Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, they're all over the place. Yeah, I don't, anywhere they can get I, on TV. I, they're not getting put, paid, and they're not complaining. Put us on TV. Put me in, coach. I'm ready to play. That's right. Well, they probably are complaining, but no one's paying attention. They're happy to be on television. Yeah. Would the players be happy if they played once every two weeks? Would that be Nirvana if they played once every two weeks? What's the – what's the – And I, am I wrong, Eddie? Like, I, I know they, they, the Thursday games are a relatively new thing, but I, I, I recall – I don't remember. Maybe it wasn't covered the same way, but when we were younger – did the players complain as much? 
No. They are you sure? Maybe they did. No one wrote it down or anything. I understand. There's no social media. Yeah. And, you know, there's more opportunities now to hear their voices. And I'm not against which this. Include complaints. I just want you to know, I'm not against this. As a talk show host, I love that these guys are soft. And they pout and they whine. I love it. They do the whole woe is me I, I act. Don't I think believe, it's great. I don't believe they complained as much in the old days. I, uh, I think it's wonderful. I love that they are all on the pity train. And uh, I think it's wonderful. I think it's great because it's good for, good for business. And i got to fill four hours of airtime every day. And so I'd like to thank Doug Baldwin and all the other sniveling players who have been complaining about this. It is wonderful. Do not stop. Do not stop. I don't think they're going to. Good. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. You know what's also a good deal? Yeah, Tell I know. It. Yeah, right, right now, this is a good deal. It's a good deal. But, yeah, there it is. That's right. That's the Knock, knock. Who's there? Lame Week. Lame Week who? It's Big Ben's Lame Joke of the Week. Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week. Actual jokes submitted by actual listeners. And away we go. Here we go. Let's do it. Now, batting leadoff, the man that sets the plate for Big Ben's lame jokes of the week, Serious Sean, a serious college student. We got him through high school, and now he's gone on to higher education. Hello, Sean. Hey, and before I say this joke, I want to say a very happy anniversary to my friend Eddie and his wife. Well, thank you, Sean. Well, happy anniversary. Right, do they know? That. Do they know how famous you are, Sirius Sean? Are they aware of your celebrity? Mm, I think it, I think she is. Really? Yes, we're we're all aware. Yeah. Remember, I'm the one that likes you, Sean. These guys they claim to like you, but they don't like you. <laughs> remember, remember that. How's school going, Sean? Joke. Sean, is everything going well for you, Sean? In school, you're not you're not failing, are you? Because if you're failing, no, we're going to have to have a meeting. Oh no! I uh, registered for my spring classes the last week. All right. Good job. And you're still doing them where they're appropriate so you can sleep in and listen to our show, yes? Yep, that's very All right. true. Yeah. Good job by you. It'll take you 20 years to get through college, but that's okay. All right, Sean, what do you got for us? Okay. Um, what are the rules of zebra baseball? Oh, this is going to be a good one. You've got zebras in baseball. What are the rules of zebra baseball? I don't know. Three stripes and you're out. <laughs> 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 All right. Have a good weekend, Sean. Thank you, buddy. All right, bye. All right there he goes. Serious Sean, where he goes, no one knows. It's Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. I don't have my laugh track. He's not there. The way this works, I'll bounce the joke off Eddie. He'll bounce it back to me. I will then give the punchline. At that point, Danny G will play this. If it's funny, if it's not funny, you'll hear this. If it could go either way, you have to decide, then you'll hear this. A cigarette, and it landed in my hoodie, and I can't. It's my beautiful white fuzzy hoodie. Oh, I miss Jeannie. We need Jeannie back. Someone do a wellness check on Jeannie. We've got to get her back. Can't we get a doctor to do a house call? Yes. We should do a GoFundMe. We could pay for medical care. I'm convinced for her we could do it. Maybe can't Doc Mike do a a road trip over there? I don't know if you want that. (laughs) Well, it's better than nothing, maybe. I don't know if you want that. Uh, Coop's got his offensive jokes also. Here we go. These are actual jokes from actual listeners sent in by people like yourself, and we thank you for that. Care of the Ben Maller Show, Ben Maller Show at Gmail. KFC is selling fried chicken scented bath powder in Japan, Eddie. Bath powder? Yeah. Okay. The product first debuted last summer in the Twins' locker room when Bartolo Colon took a bath. 
Did you hear that a, uh, the slice of American cheese got cut from the Dutch soccer team? I, I did not hear that, no. They said it was no Gouda. <laughs> oh, Danny is feeling generous no, tonight. And I, I, for, I didn't write down the guy's name who sent that. I was sent in. I yeah, forget who's Very sent. cheesy joke. Bad job by me. All right. Three UCLA players were arrested in China this weekend for yeah. shoplifting. Their, their coach was upset. Yes, also encouraged Eddie. Oh, really? Yeah, because they were traveling, and the steel wasn't clean, and they drew the charge. That was from Just Josh. Not one of his better jokes, but we read it anyway. Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. Scientists have finally discovered something that Bartolo Colon will not eat. Really? Yeah. A W. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to famous Jameis there. Did you hear that management wants to put all the good stuff on the podcast? No, I did not hear that, no. Yeah, they wanted to keep it on the download. That was from Jeff, who sent that one in. Uh, What should you not write with a dull pencil? Why should you not write with a dull pencil? Why Why should should you not write with a dull pencil? I don't know why. It's pointless. (laughs) From likely Anthony Coop. Any offensive jokes here? A lot of things going on in Hollywood I've seen here. Well, I I was going to tell a uh, Roy Halladay joke, but I figured it would just crash and burn. Oh. It's from Justin Vincenzi. Oh, he sent that to you. Okay. Too soon. It's only been a couple days. He's not even been buried yet. All right, uh, bad news. UCLA's Leangelo Ball arrested for shoplifting in China. Eddie, the bad yeah. news. The good news, he's now leading college basketball in steals. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I should read that one. I don't know about that. Uh, let's see. I'll skip that one. Uh, what does Coop call old weed that's been restored to like high condition? What does Coop call old weed that's been restored to like is, like high condition? Like high conditions. I certainly do not know. Well, he's been he calls it reefer bished. Sorry, Kurt. It wasn't me, Kurt. It was Danny G. Why did the docu-series Ball in the Family get canceled? No, I, I didn't know it was canceled. Why did it get canceled, man? It appears that Leangelo stole the show. <laughs> from Kurt from Earth. You want to sneak another one in here, Coop? Yeah. Did you, uh, did you hear about the new surprise ending to The Usual Suspects? Oh, boy. Uh, no, I have not. It turns out that Kevin Spacey is actually Jerry Sandusky. It's from, it's from Adam. <laughs> Will they be cellmates together, Spacey and Sandusky? It's going to be quite the pr- – the prisons are going to be filled with celebrities, man. This is going to be uh, unbelievable. you got big names there. All right, it's Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week. We'll get to the, the rest of Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week. We'll do that, and we'll do it next. It's been said the Ben Maller Show is the best-kept secret in sports radio, but you can help change that. Word-of-mouth advertising is the best advertising. Post about the show on social media and help keep the show growing. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. And back to Big Ben's lame jokes. We go actual jokes sent in by actual listeners. If you're easily offended, this is not for you. And uh, check back in like you know five minutes or something like that. Here we go. Let's do it. Back to it we go. Did you know that 50 years ago, Ireland had a major outbreak of measles, Eddie? I didn't know that, no. It's true. Uh, it was until they realized it was actually just freckles. 
That's from Surfer Todd. He's an actual comedian, Eddie. Well, I can tell he's by legit. that joke, yeah. Yeah, he's good. Uh, LeVar Ball has announced a big baller brand spinoff. Oh, good. Yeah, in China, they're going to be known as Big Burglary Brand. A cigarette, and it landed in my hoodie, and I can't. It's my beautiful white fuzzy hoodie. Well, this is a kind of joke. I was going to send this one to Coop, but I don't know. if He, he might have used it. Maybe he wouldn't have. Two boys were talking at school, Eddie. One said he's getting a circumcision over the weekend. About okay, that. all right. Yeah. Yeah, the, uh, the, guy, the other boy said, don't do it. The, the other boy warned, I got one as a baby. I couldn't walk for a year. <laughs> That's from Bill in Roanoke, Virginia. Thank you for that. Bill Coop, what do you got here? What's a pedophile's favorite type of shoe? I don't know. White Vans. All right, here's John the Jailer. John the Jailer. Thank you, John. Uh, Here's one. Uh, (laughs) This is along your lines, Coop. Uh, What do you get when you cross Kevin Spacey and Bartolo Colon? Oh, boy. Uh, Kevin Spacey and Bartolo Colon. That's quite a combination. (laughs) What do you you get when you combine those two guys? The uh, House of Lards. Lards. Oh, boy. No? (laughs) My delivery? That's from uh, Gordon in Tacoma. Did you know that Nancy Pelosi and Hillary Clinton get free air travel on Southwest, Eddie? I, I did not know that. Yeah. No. Bags fly free. That's how they do it right there. So John in Dallas who sent that one in. Thank you, John. Sexist. Anything else, Coop? You want to get in there quick? No, nope. I'm good. Oh, you're good. All right. Uh, then I'll just keep going. Did you hear, uh, because of low attendance, both L.A. NFL teams are considering moving to Dodge City, Kansas? Uh, no, I did not hear that. Ben. It will be called the Dodge Ram Chargers. Oh, boy. It's from Nick in Lamar's, Iowa, the ice cream land. Did you hear that Justin Cooper has been playing the stock market? Oh, really? Yeah, he buys low and sells when he's high. (laughs) (laughs) That's some Surfer Todd, the comedian. Well, bad news, Eddie. A mass shooting took place uh, in L.A. this week. Terrible news. Uh, Yeah, I didn't know about that. Good news, no one was hit since the shooter was named Lonzo Ball, so everyone was okay. No one got hit. That's from uh, Kurt from Earth who sent that one in. Here's the closer. Oh, thank God. Here we go. Deshaun Kaiser was spotted buying 550 condoms at Walmart. Is that so? Yeah, it turns out, unlike the Browns' offensive line, these might actually give him some protection. There it is! Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. Way to end on a condom joke. That never goes bad, does it? The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.
I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.